Hello, everybody. Welcome again to another episode of our weekly pickums. Today it's just me, Jesse Tincher, and welcome to In My Humble Opinion. So, last week was a little crazy. David and I got. I got three games wrong. David got five games wrong. That's not in counting the tie that happened between the Bengals and the Eagles. I don't know how you want to score that. I'm keeping that in its own column because I don't think you deserve to take a loss on not picking a tie. So after week, after week two, David and I were both 22 and 10. And after last week, I moved to 34 and 13 and one tie and David moves to 32 15 and one tie so last week uh, I, I picked the Dolphins to win I was saying how I believe they've been kind of overlooked and they're the people were just like oh they lost it's the Dolphins doing the Dolphins but I was trying to argue that we played two very good teams. We played them very tough, and they were relatively close games. So I didn't think the 0-2 record proved that we were bad teams. I, I just think we came up against really good teams, and we happened to lose. And we came out and showed that after we smacked the Jags. It was it was a really good feeling as a Dolphins fan to, to see them come out and do that. Just to remind us that that's a thing that the Dolphins are capable of doing. Um, the the next game was probably the one of the biggest shocks of the week, just because of how the game was going. The freaking Atlanta Falcons! Are you kidding me? How are they so good at consistently blowing leads? It it just makes no sense in my mind. It like happened the week before to the Cowboys. We all know it happened um, five, four or five years ago against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Uh, it's just absolutely ridiculous that, that this is a thing that constantly happens for them. I think Dan Quinn is a pretty decent coach, but you're supposed to be like a defensive guru. You're supposed to be like one of the best defensive coaches in the leagues, and your defense looks awful every week like the Falcons are known for how like powerful their offense is and their defense is what is the reason why they keep losing games they're still scoring like 30 40 points a game and they're losing and they're supposed to be known or at least their coach is supposed to be defensive specialist it's just absolutely ridiculous especially to the Bears uh, like they made a quarterback change in the middle of that game put in Nick Foles I honestly don't think Nick Foles looked that good I just think it showed how poor that Falcons defense was. They they just could not make tackles. They couldn't make any plays on bad thrown balls by Nick Foles. It was just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Dan Quinn is definitely, in my opinion, on the hot seat. He might be fired. The, the Falcons just need something new there. Uh, time to move on. The next game was the Bills. That was an absolutely ridiculous game. Uh, Bill should have lost. Well, Bill should have won. I don't know how they allowed the Rams to come back from like a 20 point deficit and take the lead um, right before the end of the game. That was just absolutely ridiculous as well. The Bills got 
really, really fortunate with the awful pass interference call. Definitely wasn't a pass interference, but it is what it is, and they capitalized on it, scored a touchdown to win the game. So, good for them. The Bengals and Eagles are you f- another another terrible game. The Bengals had it. The Bengals had it. Maybe I'm saying this because I had the Bengals winning in the pickums, but I thought that the refs really missed some calls on that final drive by the Eagles to tie it up to send it to overtime, especially on a couple of those scrambles by Carson Wentz. Uh, the offensive line got away with uh, quite a few holding calls on on that drive. Like I, I think it was the one he Carson Wentz ended up scoring the touchdown on. He, like I think it was Sam Hubbard was coming off the edge, and like the offensive lineman was clearly holding Sam Hubbard. Like so, Sam Hubbard's back was to Carson Wentz, and he was still holding him. And then that's when Carson Wentz like busted out of the pocket and ran all the way down to the right side of the field and dove into the end zone. Uh, there's like quite a few holding calls I didn't think that were called that I, that should have been. Either way, the co- neither one of those coaches really wanted to try to win that game. They were like content just going, oh, that's just not another loss in our column. We, we tied, you know, it's not a loss. They both played very conservative, um, punting the ball, kneeing the ball, running the ball out in the last like minute just because they didn't want to risk anything, I think was ridiculous. Like you're, you're a football team. Like you're there to try to win games. Like, what are you doing? That was just absolutely ridiculous ending to a game. The Titans and the Titans and Minnesota game was absolutely crazy. Another game where a team gave up a pretty big lead and uh, ended up losing Gostowski or the Titans like had, I think he had like five field goals in that game. Ridiculous. And now we're facing our first uh, COVID situation in the NFL, causing a little hold to, to the Titans. They're not playing next week. Obviously that means their opponent, the Steelers aren't playing next week. We're trying to fit or this week. Actually, we're trying to figure everything out. Um, the Chargers. I'm going to be pretty honest with this one. I didn't watch a lot of the game. I uh, I, I had the red zone on, so I was just like flipping back and forth between a, like a bunch of games. But I looked back at the stats, and this is why I don't personally like stats, but I don't know how the Chargers lost a game. Other than like the turnovers, the Chargers – at least, like, Justin Herbert threw for, like, 300-something yards. They they looked good, and it was against the Panthers, which all they did was just dink and dunk to to Davis the whole entire time, to Mike Davis. Somehow the Panthers got, won that game. I, I don't understand how, but Justin Herbert, I thought, based off the stats, played well. I saw he did have a fumble or two, and also I think he might have had an interception, which turnovers definitely – would cause you to lose a game but other than that they had way more like way more passing yards more rushing yards everything it's just one of those head scratching games the Seahawks versus the Cowboys I had the Seahawks David had the Cowboys that was a heck of a good game a heck of a good game that one went down to the wire um I mean yes the Seahawks did have like a couple 
score advantage going into like the fourth or something. And then the Cowboys kind of like made it close. The Cowboys even got it to like a one score game at one point. Good game. Russell Wilson balling, Dak Prescott balling. That one tackle by the defense lineman from the Cowboys on Chris Carson was really bad. Um, no need for that in football. You already have the guy on the ground. Why? I don't understand why you have to like still hold onto his leg and do an extra roll while he's already on the ground. It's already established a dead play. Like I don't understand how you could argue that that wasn't dirty or uncalled for. Uh, somehow the league hasn't d- punished the the guy for it. Absolutely ridiculous. And how about those Chiefs against the Ravens? We called it. We we said, you know what? Andy Reid, Patty Mahomes, and the rest of that Chiefs offense is not going to be happy with only putting up 21-23 on a, a really lackluster Chargers team that has a lot of injuries on their defense. Uh, they had a rookie quarterback start literally after the coin toss. They had to make that decision. They came out and they established that we are the team. Enough with the nonsense about these other teams being the best teams. We're the defending champs. We're allowed to have off weeks, but we are the team. When we play good teams, we're going to come out, we're going to perform, and we're going to just handle them. And to be honest, it's kind of some an opinion that I've had for a while now because I got to watch Lamar in college. As a Florida State fan, I got to watch him at Louisville a lot. I don't want to say he's overrated, but I think his skill set as a whole is is overrated. He's an elite runner, an elite runner, which I think is amazing. But his legs and his running ability and, and that offense's ability to control the pace of the game by running and just taking a lead and that defense just being able to hold other offenses down – once you take that away, like if you start scoring on them and you kind of force Lamar to have to stand in the pocket or at least commit to throwing the ball more, you start to see the flaws in his in his passing game. And they're very apparent. He, he When he's able to run, it makes it so there's less defenders down the field in coverage because they want to commit to like not allowing him to run. So they bring in like a safety or another corner or, or someone else down into the box to kind of contain him and not allow him to to pick up those yards with his legs because he is such an elite runner. And it creates like more open space for these like super fast um, or big receivers like Hollywood Brown and, and Willie Sneed, these very fast guys. Allows them to get into open space on one-on-one coverage, and you just Lamar gets like let it rip, or he has Mark Andrews who he just throws it up to, and Mark Andrews goes up and makes a play. But when you like kind of force him to have to throw, and you don't have to worry about him running as much, you see that he's not the best. He's not the best passer in the league. He's not a top five passer in the league, and it was very very apparent. I understand people are allowed to have off games, but the thing is, is like. He has had this issue for a while now. Um, You didn't really get to see it last year because the Ravens' defense was so elite and they were so good at establishing the run and keeping the lead where they don't have to be throwing from behind the whole time. Uh, I'm interested to see how their offense 
progresses from there after that game. I hope they look at it that way. A lot of people I've been listening to have been saying, you know, they should just keep, even when they go down by a score or two, just keep doing what they're, what they do. Just rely on that defense and just keep doing offensively what they're doing. Cause that, that is hard enough to stop. You don't have to try to get rid of the run game and try to just rely on Lamar solely as a passer. It doesn't, it's not going to work. All right. On to this week, our pickums, arguably one of the worst games we'll see this season. I I would say this, this game tonight is going to be awful. Um, We have two teams. There's more rumors on one side of their coach being fired. There are some rumors on the other side of, their coach being fired, El- Elway probably getting kicked out the door. But it's the Broncos and the Jets. Uh, honestly, this would be an awful game. The Broncos looked pretty promising in the beginning of the season. They had some injuries, but they've also not used the, the people properly that they, they invested in. They invested a lot of money into Melvin Gordon, and they're not. he had eight touches last game. They're not using him at all. Like so that that's an issue with the coaching. You can't keep complaining about your injuries if you're not going to use healthy guys that you just invested money in. Like we all knew that Drew Locke was out and you had Jeff Driscoll in, yet you only gave Melvin Gordon the ball eight times. Like you'd think you'd lean on a former Pro Bowl caliber player more than on your backup quarterback. Now they're moving on to Brett Rippon, who's like a third-string quarterback. He's going to be the starter against the Jets. Hopefully they run the ball more with um, with uh, Melvin Gordon. I don't really... Uh, the, I don't care what happens in this game. Personally, I really hope the Jets lose so they could fire Adam Gase and have a valid reason. I did see today that Ian Rappaport tweeted that that no matter what happens tonight, Adam Gase is supposed to be safe, which I think is ridiculous. Honestly, the dumbest thing the Jets could ever do. That guy needs to be fired. I don't understand how you could look at anything he has done there and said, oh, you know what? Like, he's been a real positive influence for Sam Darnold or for this offense, which has been absolutely atrocious. Oh, no, he didn't get Jamal Adams to want to leave. Oh, Le'Veon Bell? Oh, he just, you know, just uses him a couple times a game or overused him when he was openly saying that he was injured. It's just absolutely ridiculous. But David and I are both going with the Broncos. The next game here is the Indianapolis Colts versus the Chicago Bears. Right now on the pickums, uh the majority of people are picking the Bears. Not I mean I, I guess cuz of that defense, the defense is pretty good, but I I think the Bears just Honestly, should not be three zero. At a minimum, should be one and two. They should have lost last week. They should have lost week one to the Lions. Both games, I don't understand how they came back and won. Just Colts looked very good. Um, they're starting to use Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor together in a better way. Their their defense looks pretty good. I'm me and David are both going with the Colts on this game. This next game was very difficult for me to pick. 
It was the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Cincinnati Bengals. David took the Bengals. As much as I like Joe Burrow and the Bengals and that offense, I just like I just haven't seen enough out of them. They played some pretty mediocre teams and haven't looked amazing. The Jaguars have played the Colts and they beat the Colts, beat the brakes off the Colts. They played the Titans and played them very close. I think that one was a, a one-score game, and it was at the end of the game. The Titans like either made a field goal or scored a touchdown at the end of the game to win. Um, obviously, they they had an off week last week against the the Dolphins, and they also did they didn't have DJ Chark. They didn't have their starting center. They didn't have Josh Lambeau, who's like one of the best kickers in the league. Lambeau's not going to be there. I don't think Shark's going to be playing, but. I am going to go with the Jaguars. I'm going to ride Minshew Mania. Next week is, or next game, is the Dallas Cowboys and the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I think this, well, both David and I are going with the Cowboys. This game, I think, could be better than what a lot of people are expecting. I think... With the injuries on the Cowboys' defensive line, or defense, like the linebackers, corners, I think the Browns will be able to use their run game the way they want to. Uh, Hopefully, they won't let the Cowboys get out to a a couple touchdown lead too early because that Cowboys offense is really, really stinking good. Um, I think that's going to be the issue, and that's why the Cowboys are going to win. But I do think the Browns, if they could just establish a run early, which I think matchup-wise they can because of the injuries and because how freaking good Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt have been, I think it could be a close game, and I wouldn't be shocked if somehow the Browns pull out a win. The only issue is the Cowboys have a really good pass rush, and Baker doesn't do great. Um, with a, a pass rush. that So that just has to be played off of how well the Browns established a run. Next game, New Orleans Saints against the Detroit Lions. The Lions are coming off a massive win against the Cardinals last week. I don't know about – I know I was listening to ESPN's uh, Fantasy Focus the other day. Field Yates like, kind of jokingly picked the Lions to beat the Cardinals. But other than that, I don't think anyone kind of saw that. Um, and then the Saints obviously coming off a loss to the to the Packers. I think the Saints are going to come out and just kind of just unleash on the lines, getting a little frustration out from last week's loss. A lot of stuff being said about Drew Brees and how he looks awful. I think they're going to come out and just establish, you know, we're NFC title contenders, and we need to. Like, we need to establish our dominance right now. The next game is Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Tennessee Titans. This game, we've already, we have already know it's being postponed. It's not going to be played this week. As of right now, that's what all the news is saying. For the sake of it, we're just going to just say the Steelers because Titans are having players out with COVID. Anyways, 
I don't know about David. I think he might agree with me. But the Steelers do look like the better team at this point in the season. So we both picked the Steelers. But this game's not going to be played this week. They're already saying they're pushing it back. They they might turn this into their bye weeks and then remanage the schedules. I don't I don't know the, the logistics behind it. But they're not playing this week because of the Titans having the COVID outbreak. Next game is Seattle Seahawks versus the hottest team in the league, the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, both Dave and I picked the Seahawks. The Seahawks offensively just look amazing. Absolutely amazing. I want to say somehow there's a very minute chance that the, the Dolphins could win. Um, it would solely have to be them keeping up with the the Seahawks scoring, which I think is possible because the Seahawks defense is very bad. But it's not going to happen. Seahawks are going to win. Both Dave and I picked that. Next game is the Minnesota Vikings versus the Houston Texans. Finally, finally the Texans have a decent matchup. They started off the season with they started off with the Chiefs, I think the Ravens and the Steelers. Like are you kidding me? That's a those are like top top five teams in, in the in football. That's a tough, a tough stretch. But both Dave and I picked the Texans. We think finally the Texans are going to be able to just unleash, not unleash, but they're going to be able to run the ball better with David Johnson because they're not playing the Ravens, who have a very stout run defense, the Steelers, who have the best run defense, and the Chiefs, who obviously game script running out of the game. But that I think that was the game that David Johnson might have had the best performance. So we both went with the Texans. This game should be very straightforward. The Cardinals versus the Panthers. Both Dave and I chose the Cardinals. I don't know what happened last week. Just laid an egg. Uh, I think they, they'll be able to kind of unleash. I'm hoping, because I own Ken, I own Kenyon Drake in my fantasy league. I'm hoping they'll be able to unleash him on the Panthers. He hasn't been doing great this year so far. But, you know, if there's any game that he should have he should be able to take off it should be this game we both picked the the cardinals next game la chargers versus tampa bay buccaneers again buccaneers should win this quite easily there's yes godwin might not play but you still have mike evans you still have gronk oj howard leonard fournette rojo you still have a lot of weapons on that team uh against a very lackluster Chargers team who just lost to Carolina last week. Baltimore Ravens versus the Washington football team. Ravens should win this very easily. Washington just lost two players. I think they lost Ioannidis and and their second overall pick, Chase Young. Both are huge losses on their defensive line. And Unfortunately, the Ravens just offensively are just going to absolutely handle the football team. The football team's offense is terrible. They need to figure it out, put in uh, Kyle Allen or, or whatever. We're done with Dwayne Haskins. The guy is just not good. Not good. Time to move on. We got the New York Giants versus the L.A. Rams. 
both David and I picked the Rams. Giants just look awful. Rams look very good. You could argue they could be 3-0 because of that terrible pass interference call, but, you know, Rams look really good. They should easily cakewalk the Giants here. Buffalo Bills versus the L.A. Raiders, or, oh, sorry, Las Vegas Raiders. We both chose the Bills. Bills look very good as well. Raiders look pretty good, too. Um, but, unfortunately, their defense isn't going to be able to contain Josh Allen, uh, Stephon Diggs. I The Bills look very good. I like the Bills a lot this year. Next game, really, really, really good game. Repeat of last year's AFC Championship game. Oh, no. No, no, no. Never mind. That was three years ago, AFC Championship game. Three or two years ago. Whatever it was. The the Chiefs versus the Patriots. Um, Chiefs should win this. I'm not going to say easily because it's you never know with the Patriots. Bill Belichick's very good at stopping what you're good at and attacking what you're bad at. But the Chiefs just look so, so, so freaking good. Um, Patriots would really, really have to slow that game down and capitalize on defense, but I don't know if it's going to be happening against the Kansas City Chiefs. They're, they're rolling right now. Philadelphia Eagles versus the San Francisco 49ers. Um, 49ers, most injured plague team in the league. Eagles don't even have like a receiving core. They, they have no one there anymore. Um, we both chose, Dave and I both chose the Niners. I, I'm, I'm out on the whole Carson Wentz and the, the Eagles offense. They just look so bad. Um, even though the Niners are missing Jimmy Garoppolo, like pretty much half their defense, if not more, Raheem Mostert may or may not play. I still think that Kyle Shanahan's offensive scheming is going to be way too much. Um, that that defense for the 49ers is one of the best uh, systematically. Yes, they had amazing talent that just got injured, but they brought in Ziggy Onzah, who's a first round pick. They brought in, I think they have, I think they have Deion Jordan as well. Like they have like a couple first round picks that are talented. As long as they just like could stay on the field and do what uh, is asked of them, that defense will be okay. Especially against the Eagles who look awful. And then our Monday night game. Monday night game. This is going to be a shootout. Absolute shootout. Atlanta Falcons versus the Green Bay Packers. Both Dave and I picked the Packers. Rodgers looks way too good. Aaron Jones has been playing very well without Devontae Adams in. Alan Lazard looks very good. Hopefully Devontae plays this week. I need him to. Uh, This game will be huge for me fantasy-wise because I have Devontae and Calvin Ridley. Uh and it should be a shootout. Both def- the Packers have a decent defense. Uh, Falcons defense, we all know, is very bad. Um, I'm expecting it, this to be like in the 40s, a really high-scoring game. Both teams to be in the 40s, or or the Packers to win 40 something to to the Falcons 36 or 38. Super high-scoring game. Um, and we both picked the Packers. <laughs> That's it for our pickums. Hopefully, uh, 
we go 100% this week. I doubt it, though. There's always a surprise that sneaks in there. Really appreciate everyone tuning in, listening to the podcast. I just want to throw this out there. If y'all would be interested in hearing some baseball stuff, don't be afraid to reach out on our Instagram or Twitter at IMHO Sports Pod. Again, that's IMHO Sports Pod. And the reason I'm asking is because I'm we're from David and I are from Miami. Uh, me more so than David. Uh, I'm like a baseball fan as well. The freaking Miami Marlins made the playoffs and they won their first game against the Cubs. They play today in two ish hours. If they win again with Sixto Sanchez, we're moving on to the next round. This is the first time the Marlins have been in the playoffs in 17 years. 17 years. Longest drought in the longest active drought in the National League. We snapped it. Hopefully we could keep up our other tradition, which is being undefeated series-wise, undefeated in the playoffs. We've never lost. In 97, we made it to the playoffs. We won the World Series. 03, made it to the playoffs. Won the World Series both times as a wildcard team. This year, made as a wildcard team. And we're one win away from moving to the next game. Let me know if you're interested in hearing some baseball talk. I could go in a little bit on there. Again, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to us. Please, please, please follow, like, comment, whatever it is. We love to hear from everyone. We want to interact with everyone. I'm not getting enough of that right now. So please share this. Tell us what you think. If you don't agree with one of our picks... Honestly, message us. Just say, hey, idiot, we think this is going to happen. How do you not see that? Honestly, prefer you not to call me an idiot, but I'd love to at least hear uh, your opinions. We, we want this to be a discussion. We're not having that right now. All right. Everyone have a good day. Really appreciate it. See you. Forgive me for my wrongs. I have just begun. Throw